hey, we are blessed, you guys know this already, to have Teen Challenge with us and really blessed to have their leader, Craig Harper, with us today. And uh, I mean that. Craig is a great man. Craig, pastoring a church is a challenge. And I always often think there's not many things more challenging. But I think running Teen Challenge is probably more challenging. And so uh, Craig has just done a phenomenal job of leading the development of Teen Challenge in our state. And um, just, uh, just done a great job. And so we are so blessed to have Teen Challenge with us today. And so would you guys just give up an applause to these guys as they come this morning? just want to say thank you to Mark for inviting us to come. Also, if, you, if you're... If you're Running a little light on help Tuesday night. Let me know. I think I'd have a few guys that could help. Um, uh, we appreciate it. This is one of the ways we're able to support what we're doing. And how many of you have read the book, The Cross and the Switchblade? Right, over half. Um, we just represent two of the um, agency that uh, David Wilkerson started in 1958. Um, there's about um, 1,191 centers in about 97 countries of the world. And so uh, the Ministry of Teen Challenge is in um, many countries, and uh, there's about 250 in the United States. And um, Nikki Cruz in the book, some of you may remember, um, he still uh, has a full schedule, speaks to about a million people a year, travels a quarter of a million miles. Uh, he and Gloria have an apartment in Manhattan. We were just out there about a month ago. Um, and then David Wilkerson passed away about two years. Uh, his brother, Don, that's been running the ministry for almost 50 years, uh, still works at the original center in Brooklyn. Matter of fact, um, we were out there and he was teaching class. And he'd been teaching class there now. I think this is his 51st year. And his birthday was last month. He's 75 years old. And so some of those guys are still around. Israel is, um, uh, helps uh, lead a church out in the Pacific Northwest. Sonny Organzoni has an agency called Victory Outreach that's really quite amazing. And so um, most of the people from the book are still um, very active and really quite amazing people. Uh, Nikki Cruz, uh, we have his books and Dave Wilkerson's book in the back. He's actually written uh, 10 best-selling books, and some of you may know that he never made it out of junior high school. And so um, it's amazing stories um, that have come through all these years. And so we have information in the back, and if we um, can be of help in any way, Please uh, just find us. We'll be at the book table back there. And you may not know this, but our men's center was started out of this church. And um, since that time, which was, I think, almost 24 years ago, uh, your church has supported us each and every month. And so on behalf of all these uh, ladies and men, I just, just want to say thank you.
Good morning, friends. That praise and worship session gets me just pumped up for the Lord. It gets me so pumped up that I could take my 6'6", 275-pound frame and probably do a backflip right here on this stage. Uh, let's see it. Okay. Uh, I'm working on health insurance coverage. Uh, my, my name is TJ, and uh, today I'm honored to live for the glory of the risen King. Amen? And uh, before I dive right into my testimony, I want to tell you... Uh, three things about me, three fun facts about TJ, and I want to do this for two reasons. The first reason is because um, I think uh, it helps you um, personalize my message a little bit, and the second reason is because it's always a little bit, it's powerful, but a little bit intimidating to stand on the Lord's altar and tell your testimony to believers. So the first thing about me is I'm a diehard Wisconsin Badger football fan. Hey, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, I'm a big Josh Gasser fan, too. Um, the second thing about me is I, I absolutely love butter pecan ice cream, no lie, um, but not out of the dish. Uh, I have to have like a triple scoop waffle cone of butter pecan, so that's the second thing about me. The third thing about me is I really, really want to travel to Hawaii, and I want to travel to Hawaii for two reasons. The first is uh, I want to go scuba diving, and I want to see sea turtles and swimming in their natural environment. And the second reason is I've been told I'm a terrific dancer, and I really want to learn how to hula. So... <laughs> Now I'm, now I'm a little bit settled in. Uh, like I said, uh, my name's TJ, and, um, you know, throughout my entire life, the, the Lord has truly blessed me. Um, he blessed me with an awesome family. Uh, I'm a product of two wonderful God-loving parents who are still happily married today. Um, I have a younger brother who's my best friend in the entire world. The Lord has blessed me with an opportunity to get an education. I went to the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire and graduated on the dean's list, cum laude, high honor roll, and a double major. Um, The Lord has always blessed the, the work of my hands and the work of my mind. He's blessed me with many talents, skills, and abilities. And I say this humbly. In the presence of the Lord and his saints, because I didn't wake up one morning and, and ask for a daily methamphetamine addiction to completely tear me apart from anybody who's ever cared about me. I didn't wake up one morning and ask for a fierce gambling addiction to leave me homeless, um, unemployed, and, and, and bankrupt. I, I certainly didn't wake up one morning and ask for a crippling addiction to the mistreatment of my body to so badly scar and skew my idea of a relationship that I could never love myself, much less love a woman much less love my Redeemer. I didn't wake up one morning and ask to be so broken, bound, and far from God that I'd be walking down the streets of northeast Minneapolis wanting to die. But it happened. But when I was so far from God, that's when I reached out to him, and, and, and he showed up in my life in a powerful way. And this is where my testimony gets good, because through divine intervention... In divine appointment, I showed up at the doors of Teen Challenge, December 2012, the day after Christmas. And since coming to Teen Challenge and really pressing into God's presence, he's been able to move in my life in an extremely powerful way and and really been able to instill a sense of vitality in my life. And I'm a true testimony of, of, of the breakthroughs that happen daily at Teen Challenge. And I've been blessed in so many ways, but there's four ways that really stand out to me, and the first is that I got water baptized, which was a blessing, and it was a full body submersion, so there was some serious water displacement. (laughs) Yeah, there was water all over the altar. The second thing is that I came to Teen Challenge with some pretty intense legal issues, and I stand as a true testimony that God can deliver you from that, because I just saw my probation officer for the last time Thursday, got my discharge picture and my ticket out of there. 
<laughs> Amen. Which is, which is going to give me the, the, I hate to use the word competitive advantage, but will give me the competitive advantage when it comes to, to moving back into the career, my optimal career choice. The third thing is that he's blessed me with a full-time job, uh, um, and I'm paying my taxes right now. Who knew, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> paying my taxes. Um, and the fourth thing, and probably the most powerful thing that's happened to me, is the restoration that's taken place in my family. Now, I'm going to spend Memorial Day with my family tomorrow, and, and, and it's just a true, tall tale sign that the God we serve is a healer. Amen? amen? The God we serve is a provider and a protector. Amen? The God we serve is a resurrector. Amen? The God we serve conquered the grave. Amen? And there's a Bible verse that I stand on, and it's in John's Gospel, chapter 16. And, and it's after Jesus lived his perfect life. He educated his disciples. He did all of his miracles, told all of his parables. And he's thought to be betrayed over to the Roman soldiers and basically scorned by the people he came to save. And he tells his disciples, I tell you all these things that you may have peace. In this world, you're going to have many trials and sorrows, but take heart and be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Amen? Now, I want to tell you a little bit about the men and the women that I had the privilege of sharing this altar with. I want to tell you about the friends and the teammates and the group of champions that were just up here singing with you. We're a royal priesthood. We're, we're a holy nation. We're a chosen people who have been handpicked from the doldrums of a living hell on earth to not only come to Teen Challenge and learn the gospel, but then take that gospel to churches like yours initially and then eventually to the streets and in the neighborhoods where we come from. And you know God is real when you look into the eyes of the men and the women here because it's our broken roads it's our misguided decisions, and it's our misfit circumstances that brought us up to this platform. Just like at the pool of Bethesda, the Lord has told each and every one of us to pick up your mat and walk. If you struggle with addiction and alcoholism, pick up your mat and walk. If, if you struggle with anxiety, depression, PTSD, bipolar, pick up your mat and walk. If you have had disease or illness or disability, Jehovah has healed you, pick up your mat and walk. And now that we're walking, now that we're walking, we're on a God-driven, spirit-led, Jesus-led pilgrimage towards paradise, and we're going. It's like, get on the bus, Gus, because we're Teen Challenge Wisconsin, and we're going. You know, it says in Luke's Gospel that there is more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 that need no repentance. And that's how each and every one of us came into Teen Challenge, each with a true testimony of deliver, deliverance, initially a horror story, but now proof that there's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Amen? So we're going to walk around with our heads held high. We're going to walk around with smiles on our faces, and we're going to walk around with a little swagger in our step because we are living, breathing proof, friends, that our Redeemer lives, and to Him be the glory. Good morning. Uh, this is my first time, and that's a tough act to follow. Um, my name is Ben, and I'd like to begin with 
the words of Paul in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, and it says, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Um, as I said, my name is Ben, and I grew up in Milwaukee. I came from two alcoholic parents, and I started abusing drugs and alcohol when I was about 13. Um, when I was 16, had a full-time job, had my GED, and I was doing okay until I was introduced to cocaine, and my life went downhill real fast. Um, I've been abusing myself, my family, and everybody around me, society, for about 30 years. Uh, I don't want to go into any horror stories that don't glorify God. I do have a little story about Portview. Um, in 2002, I was in right down the road, Highway 32, at the Ozaki County Jail. And I went to a Bible study, asked for a pastoral visit, and the pastor from Portview came. And he um, talked with me, and he wrote a letter to the judge recommending Teen Challenge. And that didn't turn out to be the case. Um, I was sentenced to 16 years, and by the grace of God, who sustained me, I was out in eight and a half years. But I fell back into some of the same sin I was in. And in December of this past year, God had me where he wanted me. I was totally broken. I had absolutely nothing. And I once again was referred to Teen Challenge. And I was admitted in, and today I am a new creature in Christ. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. God is so good. And where he is, there is freedom. And it is just here right now. My name is Aspen. I'm 21 years old, and I graduate on Thursday. Yeah. I am a student that took 15 months, a little more time, but I'll tell you the Lord totally had his hand in it. I trust him so much more because he has proven so faithful. At the age of 10 years old, I started dealing with depression, and I experienced my first suicide attempt, and I started going into the psych ward, and then the doctors kept prescribing me these medications. And as a young girl, I... I immediately just conformed to the diagnoses, and so I was taking these things, relying on that. And then my biological father ended up leaving because of the violence going on in the house. And so I started getting this warped perception of my heavenly father. And then at the age of 13, I denied him to an, a boyfriend I had who was an atheist. And that's when I started getting really vulnerable. The peace of him had left me, and I felt that peace. I remember the very day that he had left my heart because something left. And that's when my downward spiral started just getting worse and worse. I started using hallucinogens and marijuana. And then at age 19, I was addicted to heroin. I hit my rock bottom many times. And I was homeless. I didn't have anywhere to go. The relationships with my family were just completely torn apart. I didn't want to live. I was diagnosed with hepatitis C. I used that as an excuse to maybe go use more. It's fine. You don't, you don't have a body that works. But I stand here right now just letting you guys know we have a God who is so mighty, who is so powerful. And his love for us just blows me away because I was... 
I made the decision to keep running away from him, but he was so merciful, and because of his love, he just kept chasing after me. He would not let me die. He was fighting for me when I was fighting against him. And so when I first came to Teen Challenge, I was just like, all right, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I don't even, I don't have faith. I've been walking in atheism, but now I just cling to that cross, and it's totally abandoned. Atheism, atheism is gone. He started speaking to me through the word, and I just said, this isn't probability. He knows the, the depths of my heart. He's, re, he's revealing to me his love. He knows the deceit that's in there, and he wants to cleanse me. He wants to clean me. And so I've just come to realize through this year program that he is amazing. The relationship with him that I have been able to establish is something I never want to lose. He's amazing. I've been healed of hepatitis C. He didn't have to do that for me. He saved my life, and then he healed me of hepatitis C. I'm so undeserving. But Jesus Christ, you make me deserving because you live in me. And I carry him around with me. Every day, I try to display his love because that's what is important. And my brother, he was deterred on the road of atheism because of me. Now, I'm just going to let you guys know, he's on fire for Jesus. He has accepted him. And that's the greatest joy I've seen. And so I just want to thank you guys so much for your support because you've given us this year to chase after him chase after the Lord. And we want to invite you guys to a banquet we are having. It's um, called Calling Hope. And it's going to be October 3rd on a Friday at the Wisconsin Center downtown Milwaukee. We have some, oh, and you want to know who our guest speakers are? Phil and Kay Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Yeah, pretty rad. And we have some information out in the foyer at our ministry table. And you can visit us online at teenchannelonline.com or you can give us a call at 414-748-HOPE. And he is the light of the world. He is so good. How y'all doing today? My name is Robert. Robert Bell from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm 17 years old, and now this one, I just It was like, what type of drugs is he taking? Hey, uh, thank you, Lord. I, I just thank God for being here. I just want to give honor to uh, Pastor Craig because he's just been good to me, man, and to all of us, basically, just by him being faithful, it allows us to be faithful with God. And, um, I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, Grew up to pretty much gangs, gang in uh, neighborhoods, uh, drugs, and just a violent person. But today, now nah, I don't even like looking at blood or nothing. And it's like, like God changed my life around. Like sometimes I want to get angry, but then I'll be like, I catch myself because I don't want to be that person no more. Because you don't get across like that. People uh, don't want to be around you. So, praise God. And I grew up in an alcoholic home. My mom and my dad never met my real biological father, but my stepfather and my mom's. It's a lot of drinking, partying, going on. And that's the type of lifestyle I end up in. And uh, in and out of prison most of my life. And my brothers in and out of prison most of their life. I'm the oldest of five. One girl lost one brother to a murder, and uh, it really hit home. And Right now, but I was watching TV before 
I came to Teen Challenge. I was watching TV, and I was just, I was rock bottom, man. And my girl, she was at work at the time, and I was watching TV and uh, this gospel channel. I was watching this gospel channel and drinking the beer, smoking the cigarette. And uh, but God began to speak to me through the TV, man. And I was like, wow. And I was like, and I put it down, and I just raised my hands while I was sitting there. And I was like, Lord, if you help me. I was like, I heard him speaking to me. And two weeks later, I was a Teen Challenge. And, yeah, praise God. And amazing, and since I've been there, just God just been like, put a ring on my finger, put the roll on me, you know what I'm saying, cook the finest calf. And it's just like I've been blessed since I've been there. Something happened to me, and, you know, I, just being when your mind is made up and you're real about what's going on about the kingdom, hallelujah, uh, God will baptize you in that spirit, man, and, that's what I, I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and it's just like a driving force in me to, to build the kingdom, man. Um, uh, since I've been there, I've been, uh, I'll, I'll be finished. I was blessed to go to ministry school, and um, now I'm in ministry. I'll, I'll be a certified minister in August, my last test in August. So, yeah. So, I got two more years left for that. So it's just God just being faithful. My, my family's reconciled. I'm a better father, better friend, just a better person. And I give all glory to God. Thank you for listening. How in the world do you follow any of that? Wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us today, for singing, for worshiping, ministering, and sharing your stories. An amazing thing is that we can go down the list, down the line of every person and hear stories that are similar. But also, whether we recognize it or not, you go down the line of every story of every person in this place. Because God's amazing grace is just as necessary to serve, to serve something, to to to, uh, to walk with the Lord um, and not have strayed that you know that bar. But salvation is just as real and just as necessary. But boy, when we see it, just this, this stark transition that takes place um, in a life, it just can't—you can't help but just but weep and just and just be so joyful, tears of joy. So thank you for sharing your lives and your hearts with us today. And you know, church, uh, you know that I never—and this is this is a commitment I made. 24 years ago when I started pastoring, I would never use manipulation in a congregation. And some people want me sometimes to ramp it up a little more for certain things, but I'm like, no, I will not manipulate people. And so when we have our missions emphasis month, I don't try to ever manipulate. I just try to be really honest and say, you know what, what's the best investment of your of the resources God has entrusted to you? Is the best investment the latest, greatest, whatever new thing that you, that you want? Or is it changing lives? And so in our missions month, we get the choice of saying, I want to invest in something eternal. You know, souls are eternal. Um, I was thinking about Craig during this. And I, w- I was just thinking this, that all the celebration and the joy. Everybody, we get to sit around in church on Sunday morning and go, isn't this cool? But nobody knows the day in, day out struggle, working, determination to make a ministry work. It's not a lot of fun. There's very little fun in it. It's just hard work. We get to celebrate together, but it's just hard, hard work. It's consistency and stability that does it. Well, that's what, that's what church is. That's what the kingdom of God is, and that's what we get to be part of, that we invest into ministries 
into this ministry and other ministries that will do the hard work of taking the gospel and helping people see transformation in their life. It doesn't come by just somebody walking in the door and saying, I'm at Teen Challenge, now I'm better. No, it comes through hard work and, and determination, hard work on all of your part, but hard work on a whole group of people who are committed to serving and to giving their lives to make other people's lives better. Well, we get to partner with that. We partner with it through, through, through our missions program because every month, as you said, Craig, every month this church sends a check every single month, the Teen Challenge, and checks all over the place um, to, help, to help ministries. And so today we get the privilege of sowing into this ministry. We're going to take an offering for these guys in just a minute. 100% goes to Teen Challenge. But also, I want you to remember, we get to do the same kind of thing all over the world through our missions program. Not only in Milwaukee, but all over the world. We get to, to sow into ministries that are doing the day-in, day-out hard work of ministry and seeing lives changed. And so remember that as, as you're thinking about your faith promise pledges over the next, if you haven't turned them in already, over the next uh, couple of days before you turn them in today or you turn them in next week. Um, so if our, if our ushers will come, our service team will come this morning, we're going to receive an offering for Teen Challenge. If you're writing out a check, write it out to Portview and we will get them one check. Be very generous because they need money to operate, right? That's free, right, Craig? It's free. Teen Challenge doesn't cost anything to operate, does it? It's free. Millions. It takes millions of dollars every year. Millions to operate a ministry that have these stories. And so uh, what a joy that we get to be part of that. That these stories, in part way, are our stories from being consistent to, to uh, sow into the ministry that is uh, changing lives. So, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the, the privilege we have of, of, of being in your kingdom. Thank you, God, that we've got to hear stories of, of transformation today. And, Lord, this is what you were speaking to my heart as they were telling stories. You were just speaking to my heart that there are so many people just as lost as all of these were at one time, and we were at one time, surrounding this place. That there are thousands and thousands of people just in the circle of influence in the lives of these people in this church that don't know you yet. And that same miraculous story of, of deliverance and renewal and forgiveness um, needs to be done thousands of times. And so, Lord, we just do this. We surrender to you and say, God, use us for your glory to see lives change. Help us to, to sow into ministries, but help us also to be the ministry to go to people, to be, that, to be that hand of Jesus to people who don't know you. So, Lord, thank you that we get to see lives transformed for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for your giving to the work of the Lord. Memorial Day weekend, spend some time out and about remembering what God has done. Go to a memorial, go to a parade, talk to your kids and your family maybe about what's, what's, um, what's been given. Um, if you've got a friend or relative who served in the military, take your kids and have them thank that person who's, who's doing that. Would you stand with me this morning? Jesus, we thank you for the privilege we've had of gathering together in your name today. I pray your blessings upon every person in this place. God, we pray especially for our brothers and sisters in Christ who are part of Teen Challenge. God, we know some are graduating on Thursday, but some have just begun. 
And God, we pray you would give them strength and determination to walk the path that you have before them so that they can have those addictions completely broken, they would be set free, and that, God, they would spend the rest of their days um, celebrating your goodness and sharing the fact that you are the Redeemer and the Savior of the world to everybody they come in contact with. May that be their story and their future. May that be our story and our future, Jesus, as we walk with you together. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend.